Hello, and welcome to Hump Day Habits, the podcast where entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and go-getters learn the habits, routines, and skills to take you to the next level in your personal, professional, and social lives. We're all about working on your business and life and not just in them. I'm your host, Sean Miles, and I'm here to help you have it better. Just a quick note, if you hear me interacting with people, episodes of Hump Day Habits are filmed live on Instagram. So feel free to check us out on Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time if you want to ask some specific questions about that week's topic. You can find us on Instagram by searching Habit Better, all one word. So please enjoy the show. Today, we will be talking about uh, morning routines. I'm a big fan of them, um, and we decided that this would be a great way to kick off our Hump Day Habits series for Habit Better. And so you will be able to find us here every Wednesday. Uh, we're starting with 4.30, and then we will kind of see how, uh, how the timing works out. But the idea is that every Wednesday we'll be sharing uh, some sort of habit or routine, uh, something to just add to your tool bag of things. And so what better way to start off the series than with the morning routine, which is how you should be starting your day, ideally. So um, why have a morning routine? So one of the biggest things about a morning routine is that it is how you start your day. And if you can have a solid morning routine that, that speaks to you and that is based on what you need, it'll allow you to form a stable base of uh, mental, emotional, and physical health. So you kind of hit all three of those in your morning routine, ideally. It also is just a great way to wake up. So we all have to wake up. Some people are not morning people. A good reason to have a morning routine is to have something to look forward to. Um, it helps me get present and clear. And then kind of the one that everyone talks about is being productive. And this is kind of a catch-all when people say it. I think of it more in terms of intention as opposed to like the ability to just get a bunch of stuff done. Um, and so if you can come to your morning routine and have the idea of setting an intention for the day, it'll really help you kind of make it your own. Another thing is to boost your confidence, um, to gain some peace, and come into the day with a positive attitude. Also, you have the most willpower right when you wake up in the morning. And so by integrating things into your morning routine, as we'll talk about, um, it allows you to make the best use of that, of that willpower. And so now we'll start kind of with where to start for your morning routine. So um, obviously you are going to be waking up and uh, the first thing you want to look at is anchor points or cues. So in the habit loop, you've got the cue, the routine, the reward, and that is all driven by a craving. So your cue when you wake up, um, everyone's favorite cue is that alarm. Yay, it's going to go off in the morning, it's going to wake you up. Um, Bonus, if you have a phone that'll let you do it, record your own voice or have some sort of inspiration or something as part of your alarm instead of that just like meh, meh, meh. Most of us have smartphones, so you should be able to, to make this setting adjustment. Uh, another good anchor point or cue in the morning is a coffee pot or a teapot with an alarm on it. Um, if you have a child or a pet, they make an awesome cue in the morning, although they can 
kind of get you distracted in some ways. Um, sunlight is another anchor point or cue. Um, I love waking up to natural light, but it's not always feasible, especially in the winter months. Um, and then kind of, so, so you've got this initial cue, you wake up, you've got the alarm. Um, and, and one of the keys is to pick a time that works for you. I'm a morning person and I like to have like a solid 90 minutes uh, when I wake up without really any distractions. And so I get up at five, but the idea is this needs to work for you. And so you wanna pick a time for your anchor point or cue that, that works for you as an individual. The first thing I do is I stand up and move a little bit. Um, and I actually have a playlist that I listen to in the morning that's a combination of classical music and ED, electronic dance music. It's a little odd, but um, it's my soundtrack for the morning. And I listen to it from the same place. I start at the same place every morning and listen to it during my morning routine, which I'll go through at the end. But so, so that's a great place to start. And then, so you've got that first anchor. The idea with your morning routine is you want kind of each cue routine, you want the routine to actually be the cue or the reward for the next routine. And so, you know, one of, one of the great ways to go about that is you're going to be a little groggy when you wake up. That's totally normal. That's okay. So your first thing, you want to move a little bit. So um, I've got a puppy right now. He's sleeping over in the corner. Um, I stand up and I take him out. So my first move gets me up, walking around, take the dog out. Um, some other options are to do some air squats, some push-ups. It sounds a little weird, but it gets the blood flowing. Another option is to just take a quick bathroom break and throw water on your face. Yay, nothing like a little cold water to really wake you up. <laughs> um, show you the puppy. Uh, he's sleeping. I'm not going to wake him up. <laughs> Um, but so, so really that's your first movement. And the other thing you want to do is nourish yourself. So you just fasted for, I mean, eight hours, ideally, if you ate right before you went to bed, but probably a little bit longer. So get some protein. Um, the whole idea behind this, this stage is move and nourish. So, um, get some water, get some protein or fruits, berries, um, Fruits, berries, fruits, nuts, something to, to just get your body a little bit of fuel. I personally have like a, a protein shake that I mix with coffee and milk. And so that gets me like a nice dose of everything uh, right when I kick the day off. So now you've moved around a little bit and it's time to kind of settle into the right frame of mind. So you got the blood flowing and now it's time to really get present. So this is your morning. This is your morning routine. Um, if you talk to hundreds of successful people out there, all of them have some sort of mindfulness practice practice as part of their morning routine or somewhere throughout their day. And for me, I choose meditation. Um, but really the idea here is just to get in the right frame of mind, to get present, to be there for this morning that you have. Um, and so I use meditation. Uh, I I meditate and then I move straight into my journaling. Um, I like to do some gratitude journaling and it really helps to kind of like center yourself, get present in the moment, and then go think about things that you're grateful for. Um, I can't emphasize enough how much that really gets your brain thinking in 
the quote-unquote right way to go through the rest of your day because you will get hit by things that you are not necessarily grateful for over the course of the day. But if you have that anchor point at the beginning to go back to, um, it'll, it puts you in the right frame of mind. And so when I do gratitude journaling, there's a few things to focus on. Um, you can do people, places, things, um, circumstances, so something that happened the previous day, um, and opportunities is one that I think a lot of people miss. So what opportunities do you have in your life that, you'll gra that you are grateful for? I have frequently said I am grateful for my morning routine um, because that is an opportunity for me to make the most of my day. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, getting in the right frame of mind. Um, bonus for gratitude journaling is if you then turn around and tell someone you are grateful for them. Um, and that is something I picked up from High Performance ha Habits. Um, and you would be amazed at the connection you can build with someone by just telling them you're, you know, like, I'm grateful to have you as a friend, or I am grateful for you as my father or my mother or my sister or, or brother or whatnot. Um, just telling them, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Just letting them know, like, hey, I'm, I'm grateful for you. Um, that's a nice bonus that you can add to your day. Um, and then I do affirmations. So this is, you know, I've got the meditation, the journaling, and the affirmations, and that rounds out kind of getting myself in the right headspace. Um, to, to kind of push forward with my day. So now I'm, I'm you know, all set. I've got, you know, I've, got, I've nourished myself a little bit. I've gotten myself in the right headspace. Um, and now it's time to plan or review the plan for the day. So I actually do my daily targets the night before. Um, I find it helps me put myself at ease right before I go to bed if I have some sort of a framework for a plan the next day. And so in the morning, I actually just review that real quick. Um, you know, like, how do I want to feel? Did I set a, a feeling intention or, or target for the day? Uh, what do I need to do? What are the things that I absolutely need to check off my list for that day? Um, one thing to keep in mind, though, with daily targets and this plan is to keep it simple. Don't overcommit and focus on completion. So what can you complete? If you've got a big task, just chunk it up into something you can complete that day. And... You can open up your calendar at this point. Um, you can. You can do whatever you want. I prefer to not look at email at this point in my morning routine. So I've woken up, I've nourished, I've moved a little bit, I've gotten myself in the right headspace, and now I'm looking forward into the day. Um, I do not look at email at this point. I might look at my calendar, but I avoid email because it can trigger a lot of external forces. Um, and the next part of my morning is actually one of the most satisfying from a personal growth perspective. And so I start, you know, so, so this whole stack that I've gone through really only takes 30 minutes or less. Um, and then I move on to what is my most important goal, daily target, habit um, that I am currently working on. So this is not an urgent item. This is an important item. So if you're familiar kind of with the Eisenhower method, who he didn't actually make it up, but he got it from a professor and then he made it famous. The Eisenhower method is also referred to by Stephen Covey, and it is the idea of kind of four quadrants. So you've got things that are urgent but not important that you should really just not do. 
Um, you've got things that are urgent and important, which you should really do first. You've got things that are important and not urgent, and things um, that are not important and not urgent. So you really shouldn't do those either. Um, and so I like to start my day with something that is important. So it, it's, it's not looking at urgency, but it's something like, is there a skill that I'm learning? Uh, right now, I'm learning to code. So I spend an hour every morning practicing my coding. Um, this can be writing, so creative work. When, when it's first thing in the morning, like I said, you've got the most willpower, kind of, kind of the most mental energy. Doing creative work like writing, uh, building something, it, it's a really great time to do that. The really key thing is to focus on, on something that is a long-term important thing for you that gets easily kind of put on the backboard, back burner as the day progresses. So all is good and well. That's a you know really fancy schmancy uh, morning routine, assuming you've got like 90 minutes on your hands and everything. So what are the obstacles? Okay, so this is... Um, you know, this is where it, it starts to become really uh, important to make the morning routine personal for you. Because by making it personal to you, you'll be able to overcome these obstacles or avoid them altogether. So the first one is the one that I know my sister is out there thinking of right now, and it is, I am not a morning person. That's okay. Just do it when you wake up. If you wake up at 11 a.m., that is fine. Um, you just... You, you do it when you wake up. The whole idea is it's a morning routine. But if you wake up in the afternoon, it's an afternoon routine. If you work the graveyard, maybe it's a nighttime routine. The idea is it's just how you start your day whenever that begins. Um, <laughs> so the, the other thing is that they can really become an obstacle or poor sleep habits. So blue light is a huge culprit in, in our kind of modern society. And, and we've all, you know, I'm staring into a phone right now, getting lots of blue light, keeping me awake. So making sure that you don't have blue light right before you go to sleep. It's tough. I have an alarm on my watch that tells me like screens off an hour before I go to bed. Um, and I don't obey it all the time, but that's not the point. The point is to just try and, and be mindful. Uh, the other uh, poor sleep habit is just not enough sleep um, or answering your phone. I actually have my phone set to do not disturb and it actually runs through my morning routine. So it does not go off do not disturb until about 6.30. And so it, it kicks on at, at about 8.30 and it goes till 6.30. And that is, that's my time. And that allows me to not have as many distractions, not stare at my phone. It's not going off when I'm trying to sleep. Um, and so that's, you know, those are a couple of obstacles. The biggest obstacle is your snooze button. So it's really convenient, but it's the first promise that you have made to yourself is your alarm. And I know that sounds like over the top, but in reality it is. You set that alarm at some point saying, I'm going to wake up at this time. Now, obviously, things happen and there are you know, outstanding circumstances and things like that. But if you can commit to just waking up at your alarm and not hitting the snooze, you've already kept one promise to yourself for the day. And as tiny and insignificant as that seems, it is a really powerful thing to remind yourself of. 
So not hitting snooze and just reminding yourself like, hey, I did what I said I was going to do. Um, and so is there a recommended amount of time to dedicate to a routine that is most beneficial for emotional stability and growth? That is a really great, great question. Um, so since I'm talking about obstacles, I will jump to the obstacle of time and how much time you have in the morning to try and answer this question. So the answer is, it depends. Best cop-out answer ever, right? Um, but really, it depends on what you need at that time. Um, I would say if you can give yourself 30 minutes, that's awesome. If you can only give yourself five minutes, do it. If I only had five minutes, I would probably focus on doing some breathing, meditation type of exercises, and my gratitude journaling. And that is kind of, that's, that's my core. But that's going to be a little different for everyone. Maybe for you, it's doing 10 sun salutations because that combines some movement and mi mindfulness. Um, you know, I, like I said earlier, I love 90 minutes, but sometimes I don't get all 90. Sometimes I get 10 because I have a one-year-old and he wakes up early. And so really the answer is, is commit to something in the beginning and then start to adapt it. Um, roll things back, move things in and out. Um, I do trials. So, um, pretty consistently I will insert and remove things from different habits throughout my day, not just my morning routine, but I run trials and each week I check in with that trial and say, how's it going? Did it work? Did it not work? And, and I do that in my weekly journal review right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's, it's really up to you. Um, other obstacles, I mentioned my one-year-old, right? So, yeah, so um, other people, spouses, babies, dogs um, are, are all going to come up, roll with it. Just try and do what you can. Um, you'll, you'll really just, you know, kind of, you'll, you'll start to understand as you do it and kind of commit to things at a week, a week at a time. A week is really enough time to start to get an idea of like, does this work? Does this not work? Does 5 a.m. work for me? Nope. All right. I'm going to shift to 6 a.m. Maybe 6 a.m. works. Cool. Um, how do you keep your routine adaptable? Um, so I mentioned trials, and that is one of the biggest things I do to keep mine adaptable is I, um, I, I, I constantly tweak things. Do I meditate for five minutes? Do I meditate for 10 minutes? Um, do I meditate and journal at the same time? Do I journal afterwards? Um, I used to wake up and run right away. Um, and now I run later. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so it's, it's just constantly, it's, it's more about feeling. So, and one of the things is, I, you know, kind of my next section after obstacles, which is related is flexibility versus consistency. You want to be consistent with your morning routine, but at the same time, you don't want to be obsessed with the routine itself. It's more about the intention. So adjust and adapt as you learn what works for you. Um, but like I said, try and commit to things for at least a week. Um, and this goes into the trials. I usually do a month long for a trial and I revisit each week to say how it's going and make slight adjustments. Um, 
and I do that for my morning routine. I do that for habits. I do that for my triathlon training. Um, it's really just kind of, it's what you need, right? And that's the key here. There's uh, a couple of articles out there that are like 50 ideas for a morning routine. I suggest just Googling it, finding some of them. There's a million different ways you can do your routine. Like I said, I do coding. Some people do writing. Some people do running. Um, some people take a walk. Um, it's up to you. And that's, what, that's the beautiful thing, right? This is your routine. So another thing to be mindful of, and this affects me and probably others, is the time of year. In the morning, um, when, when I'm trying to like get things done, if it's winter, it's pitch black at 5 a.m. And I have like this much motivation to do much of anything. Um, and so I usually tweak things. I might change my playlist that I mentioned earlier. Um, I, you know, I might do, um, a one mile, like jog real quick or a hundred meter dash, you know, just to like really wake up cause it's 5am and it's pitch black and I feel like I'm alone in the world. <laughs> um, but so again, just be flexible, be mindful of all those type of things, people, time of year, location. So if you're traveling, um, one of the best things to do there is have a plan. So in the hotel room that I'm going to stay at, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do this later. I'm going to shift this around. Um, it shouldn't take that long. You just kind of take five minutes out of your day, say like, oh, okay, I'm traveling here. You know, I'm going to do this, this, and this. All right, cool. I'm, I'm not going to do this while I'm there. Or I'm not able to do this while I'm there. When you wake up late and are running behind, what do you do? Asking for a friend. <laughs> um... So when you are running late and running behind, um, this is where kind of having an understanding of what is most important to you comes in. Um, if you are in your car, you can do a breathing exercise on your way to wherever you are. Um, set an intention. Um, ideally, you know, ideally you've got five minutes somewhere. Um, in the shower, getting dressed, something, uh, take six full breaths. So in, out, in, out six times. Um, and, <laughs> and that, that is just enough to, to help you center. The, the real idea here is for you to be in control of your day. Um, and so if you're running late, which happens to all of us, take a moment to center and, and be mindful and, and take back control, so to speak. So finally, to finish up, I am going to talk about my routine to give you just kind of like an example of, of, of how my day goes. So my alarm is 5 a.m. Um, I wake up, I take out the puppy who, actually he's, he's up now so you can see him. Hey puppy. Um, I wake up, I take out the puppy, um, and while he's out on the walking out the door, I turn on the coffee maker. Um, I stretch a bit, maybe do some air squats while the dogs are doing their thing. Um, and then I come back in and immediately meditate. Um, and that allows, this is very, this is what I mean. So over time you tweak your routine. Um, I meditate right after that so that the coffee has time to cool enough so that it won't scald the protein that I'm going to put into it. Um, so then I finish my meditation go make my protein milk coffee drink, um, come back, do my morning journal, um, gratitude, affirmations, review my targets. Then I do my code practice. 
Um, and that's my 90 minute routine. After that, the baby wakes up. I say good morning to the baby. I have another snack and then I go for my daily workout. Um, and so that's just an example of mine, um, that I've kind of worked on and, and tweaked and added things in and taken things out. But thank you very much for joining our first episode of Hump Day Habits, and we hope to see you back here again. Have a great Wednesday.